they just know that there's so much more that they could be doing mm -hmm. and they're just not. And, and that's it. So they're actually putting the lid on their own growth by not starting to invest in some type of marketing. So that's the pain point that we hear most often. Welcome to One Next Step, the most practical business podcast in the world, helping you get more done, grow your business, and lead your team with confidence with tips and tools you didn't get in business school. Here are your hosts, Trisha Shortino and Lisa Zeveld. Welcome to One Next Step, the practical business podcast that helps you run your business and make it stop running you so you can enjoy your work and your life. In fact, we're the most practical business podcast in the world. It's time to go from business manager to a business leader so you can stop managing the daily grind and instead start leading the long-term growth of your organization. Here's the thing, though. Growing an organization is a team sport, not a solo act. It's not lonely at the top if you bring your people with you. So this podcast isn't just focused on getting more done and growing your organization. We'll always focus on leading a team, your team, with confidence. And here's how we do that. Each week, we release a new episode answering your pressing questions about running a business or organization. However, we always highlight one next step for you and include what we like to call an activation or delegation guide so you can immediately take action, start applying what you learn, and get your team to help you. Well, let me introduce myself. I'm Trisha Shortino, the CEO of Belay, a virtual staffing company based in Atlanta, Georgia. And I'm Lisa Zeveld, but some people call me LZ. I'm the COO of Belay, and we have the privilege of helping thousands of organizations save time, decrease hassles, and reduce the stress associated with running a business with administrative support. We're so excited you're with us today. In this episode, we'll be talking about the first three roles you need on your marketing team, and we'll be joined by Amy Appleton, Belay's Director of Marketing, to help us make the right investment in growing our organizations. Business media tries to tell us as leaders all the things we need to be doing to grow our business. However, we know that they can't tell us everything, and all too often, there's not enough time or money to do it anyway. So we're left with questions like, where do we start? And who do we hire first? So today, we're going to tackle these questions and share a few tips on how you can fill the first three roles you need on your marketing team without prematurely taking on the financial burden of just full-time staff. Before we hear today's listener question, we want to let you know that One Next Step is brought to you by Belay. We understand that leading an organization is hard. Despite long hours and hard work, do you feel like you can't take a vacation? Do you find yourself being busy instead of productive? Are you losing hours of your day in email? Do you feel like your days are out of control? You should spend more time growing your organization, not managing the minutia that's best left to someone else. For 10 years, we've helped thousands of entrepreneurs and executives accomplish more and juggle less with the help of executive assistants, bookkeepers, and website specialists. With a support team, you will transform your workday, bring order to your chaos, and have more time to focus on your goals. For more information, visit belaysolutions.com. Now, let's get started with today's listener question. Hi, Lisa and Tricia. I'm Joshua from Texas. I'm leading a growing business. We're currently making $3 million per year. However, I'm still the primary salesperson and marketer, and I'm struggling to manage those responsibilities with my role as the CEO. I think it's time to build a marketing team. We do have a marketing coordinator, but I'm open to reimagining her role as well. 
Who do I need on my team so I can delegate my marketing responsibilities and focus on leading the business? Great question. And here to help us tackle this question is Amy Appleton. Amy is the Director of Marketing at Belay. Amy has played a major role in Belay's growth over the last several years. She's not just a great marketer, she's an amazing leader, and this is why we've asked her to join us today. Now, enjoy our interview with Amy Appleton. We have a special guest with us today, Amy Appleton, the Director of Marketing for Belay. And we have such a great topic for you guys today. We're going to be talking about your first three marketing hires in order of importance. And Amy knows. Amy knows how to do this. She's been doing marketing for Belay for years. Years. Yeah. I'm super excited to be here. Oh, welcome, Amy. Okay, so let's get down to business. Okay. As we know, a lot of our listeners, um, when they start a company, right, when the founder gets this thing started, they're really growing it through their personal connections and their network. And that makes them really the lead salesperson and the lead marketer all at one time, right? Then as the business starts to grow, somebody has to take care of all of that business that's coming in. And so they start to make a couple of first hires so that they can continue to get out there and sell and grow the business, which is what everybody listening wants to do, right? They want to grow their business. But for the sake of us all, can you kind of help us understand what marketing is? Like back down to basics. Absolutely. So marketing at its simplest level is really about finding and getting people interested in the products or the services Mm -hmm. that you have to offer. Now that's through promotion and we could go down a big rabbit trail of all the things that that includes, but at the core basics, it's literally just finding the people and having them become interested in the products or the services that it is that you have to offer them. Got it. Okay. So how does someone know when it's the right time and who to hire for their marketing team? That is a great question. So for the right time, to your point, it's usually, honestly, it is the small business owner who has been doing everything um, up into a point. So there's just a couple of things that they know. Number one, they don't have time to be doing the things that they're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So they're spending all their time in whether it's I don't know, social media or writing an email or things that they shouldn't be doing. They literally are just actually running out of time to do the most important things. Or expertise, right? Yes, or yes. expertise. Exactly. I mean, let's exactly. not pretend we all know how to do social media. No, yeah. no. No. So they have expertise. So it's that pain point there. And then the other pain point is really they just know that there's so much more that they could be doing mm-hmm. and they're just not. And, and that's it. So they're actually putting the lid on their own growth by not starting to invest in some type of marketing. So that's the pain point that we hear most often. And then for the, the who, honestly, the first person that someone should hire for their marketing department is what I'm going to call a marketing generalist. So a marketing generalist is the person who is going to become basically they're they're going to know everything about their product or their service or their brand. They are going to be the SME of all things for that person. Um, This is not this is the person who can do a lot of things because that part doesn't change at first. There's still a lot of things that need to happen Mm -hmm. for marketing. So a generalist is going to be that brand expert 
they're actually going to know how to do quite a few things that you do for marketing already. They're going to kind of know how to do it. They're going to spin. Already. They're going to hold a lot of plates. They're going to do all the things. They're going to have a wide skill set. They're going to have a wide skill set, except for one thing. And here's the differentiator. Mm. They're basically operators. They have strong operational and and planning Mm. abilities. So now a title for that, I'm calling it a marketing generalist. A title could be anything from marketing assistant to marketing coordinator to marketing manager. It just depends Mm. budget, experience level that somebody is looking for. They can come with different titles, but all of those people are able to spin a lot of plates, plan, and execute. Execute. Because that's the other thing yeah. about marketing. Is- uh, execution. Yeah. Execute's my favorite word. <laughs> <laughs> it's my love language. But you're saying that this is not going to be the person who's going to be super creative then. Because I think that for me, I would just assume that if I'm hiring someone, the first hire for my marketing team, they're going to be super creative. But that's kind of not what you're saying, right? It is. So that's not what I'm saying. And the reason that I'm, okay. I'm having them lean in that other direction is what we're trying to do is alleviate the owner or whoever it is who's currently doing it. So we're trying to alleviate and have things taken off of those pl- that plate. Mm-hmm. And that's typically more those things of being able to run and do a lot of general things. On the creative side, um, they do exist. So all those You are one, Amy. <laughs> Amy, you are an operating yeah. marketing person that's very creative. So you, you do exist. All right. They, they do exist. Um, but yeah, so that, but that's it. I mean, you can have a million ideas, but if you can't make an idea come from the, the idea stage to like it actually happened, that's not marketing. That's just great ideas. Gotcha. So that's the first person is that marketing generalist. I love it. So broad knowledge, executor, mm-hmm. operator, first person who can handle a lot of different types of marketing. Okay. So then what's yes. number two? All right. So number two is looking at what you already do and now specialize. They're specialists. You're going to specialize. Um, For a specialist, what they do is they bring very particular skill sets. You can usually get about two really good specialized skill set per person um, Mm -hmm. in a specialist role. So going way back to the beginning of the belay marketing as an example, our specialist role that we hired, we had everybody could do graphics. Mm-hmm. You don't want me drawing anything, um, or you know, word. I don't even. I that sounds like a word. challenge. I'm going to have to ask you to draw <laughs> <No>. something now. <laughs> you need a stick figure. I'm your girl. <laughs> clip art. Ever heard of clip art? Yeah, Anyone? clip art. Anyone? Exactly. <laughs> if it's outside of Canva, um, which is just a super simple tool, yeah, you don't want me doing it. So, but that was a great example. So we needed someone who had a graphic design specialty. Now that graphic design specialty. Their other skills that happen to be things like being able to build a landing page, help out with our website, those type of things. Now, I'm just talking about what we needed, but typically what somebody do is go be like, okay, so in order to do either more marketing or different marketing or improve our marketing, what are more specialized skill sets that we're, we're going to need? And then so the next two are, are specialist hires. And so would those two depend on your business or where your brand is thriving? I imagine different business types, if we look at the, the wheel of marketing, 
We love our marketing yes. wheel. Um, <laughs> if you look at the wheel of marketing, I imagine each organization is strong in different parts, and maybe those are the areas. Would you? Is that what yes. you would recommend? That's exactly what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying that that you need to look at the what you need done in the wheel of marketing. More to come in a probably separate episode. But yeah, just think Vanna White, Pat Sage. Yes, exactly. Exactly. All the colors. It is. It's in its simplest form. It is literally a list of all the different type of marketing that you need done and or do. And so you're going to look at those and it's going to be customized then to each individual business on on what those next two people need to be. But the good news is, is if you have your generalist, they can um, help make sure that your specialists, they can, they're basically become the project coordinator hmm. for the two specialists. So whether they report to that project coordinator, you know, your marketing generalist or not, they ultimately can coordinate all the different pieces that go into, into the marketing. types of roles as well. I I know at Belay, we've used different types of peoples for different types of positions. Mm -hmm. Any advice on whether you hire these roles, contract Mm -hmm. these roles, and and when maybe, and why you would use the difference between those two things? Yeah, I would say if you can, and I understand not everyone is starting out with a budget to hire. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, If you can hire, I'm still, I'm fighting for the generalist, 100%. You can bring them on staff. If you can't hire, and you're right, we do this all the time, you start to look, you contract it or you outsource it Mm -hmm. on a, basically a part-time or whatever you need basis. Um, And then you can grow into then you'll know. You'll know if you need to eventually bring that person on full-time. And actually, it's exactly what we've done here at Belay the whole time as we start by having someone come in and, and do it on a very part-time basis. And then if it as it grows, then we, we know. But then we didn't have to make the investment in a staff person right away. So, And we have done that over and over and over again. Um, as we've grown, um, and and still even to this day, if we're going to start something new, it's not an immediate hire. It is a contracted position. Well, I feel like that's another way really to interview the people that you're going to bring on your team, right? So it's kind of like right. a, a trial try and, and error. Yeah, try <laughs> yes. and buy. So if yeah. you're really connecting with that person, maybe after six or nine months, you bring them on their te- your team. But if you've seen that maybe they're just not performing to the level that your organization does, and there's no hard feelings, you can back away. And it's much easier to end that relationship when it's a fractional contract contract basis. No, that's true. And and a lot of times what happens is uh, you go down a direction one way, but then once you're in, you turn out, oh, I actually need this different skill set. And again, so that also helps. It allows for a pivot. Word of the year. Yeah. Pivoting. It, it is. Pivoting. <laughs> yes. It is. So yes. Yeah, so we're big proponents of at least starting with outsourcing con- contracting uh, before we bring on a new team member. Yeah, because I okay. imagine in certain areas as well, like uh, social media, in the beginning, it's it's not even 40 hours a week. So being able mm-hmm. to use some fractional support a few hours a week mm-hmm. is likely what a lot of small businesses really need 
mm-hmm. to your point, until their businesses grow large enough where the actually the workload of those marketing people is necessary for a full-time hire. Yeah. And another thing about um, just marketing people in general is there is so much information out there mm-hmm. that in terms of how to do, how to do something, why to do something, step-by-step, online courses people can take, a lot of free resources. I mean, a lot of times what you're looking for is just someone who can, is willing to go and try to figure it out themselves Mm -hmm. as well. Marketing is an ever-changing. What we were all doing six months ago may or may not be what we're doing right now. Um, It changes. It's constantly evolving. And so just kind of knowing in your marketing hires that you're also, you know, you're going to look for that as well. Someone who loves to find podcasts and <laughs> online courses and research and find the latest things that that is definitely well, that, that was going to be my it. next question is, is I've seen, um, you know, a lot of advertisements around, oh, get this certification for somebody who's in marketing. Maybe it's a social media marketing certification, or it's a graphic type of cert- certification. So if somebody is looking to add one of these roles to their team, is that important to have these certifications, how do you know that you're getting the right person with the right kind of experience? So certifications are great. When I'm looking at um, resumes of people that were hired, I would love if they've actually done it mm-hmm. okay. before. You like want to see a look, but you want to see, see the work. Like, I want to see the work. Physically yes. what you've done. Yeah. yeah. So th- I, I 100% believe in continuing education to better someone and getting the certifications. And sometimes if it's a technical tool, though, mm-hmm. that certification, that that does matter. But at the end, I'm thinking, I, I really want to hire someone who has, especially on the specialized roles that we do, your specialists, mm-hmm. I want them to have done this before. And if they can provide examples of what they've done before, that is even, that's even better. Such great stuff. So we know that we need to hire a marketing coordinator, right? Is that yes? That's definitely or marketing generalist. Generalist. Either one. And then mm-hmm. really focus in on your specialist. Right. Okay. Exactly. So you want to, and your specialists again are those people, you need to look at what you want done in your own business. I mean, I can I've given some examples of ours. Um, we're heavy content writing. Yeah. So a writer is really important for us. But if you don't have a blog and you're not writing a bunch of emails, you probably don't need to bring on a writer. So again, it's then the business owner looking at like what is most important um, for our promotions and then looking for those people to be the ones that that you hire for the specialized roles. Yes. This has been really, really helpful. I know. I I, I hope our listeners out there, you're taking down some good notes and you're getting some good nuggets from Amy on all things marketing. I think, you know, the the fractional hire, the, the difference between the specialist and the generalist, so super helpful. I think Amy is going to um, share some activation goodness with our listeners yeah. and share a marketing job description template. Yes. Right. So we're actually going to give you what we think a generalist is. Ooh, so that role, even we're better. Give you the full, um, we're writing it up okay. for you. And then on the specialist is going to be definitely more of a, a template. And we're hoping to provide some examples of some of the things that we've done at Belay for skill sets for at least the ones that we, we have here. But then people will be able to get the idea. 
from that and what they can add on their own. Awesome. That's Amy, awesome, Amy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate your time today. It was great to be with you, and I hope y'all have enjoyed spending some time today with Amy Appleton. What a fantastic interview we had with Amy. She brought so much good stuff to the table today. No doubt every leader out there was taking notes. So Trisha, I have to ask you, what was your takeaway? My favorite part was when Amy talked to us about not feeling like you need to hire full-time staff right out the gate, Mm -hmm. that there are so many options out there to start people off in a contracted or part-time capacity. Then you can kind of see if the role is working and let it evolve and grow over time. We have done that for years at Belay. Mm -hmm. We still do it today as a large organization. So I love the tip that if you're not ready to hire a full-time marketer, start with Mm -hmm. an outsourced contract contractor and grow from there. How about you, Elsie? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the part that was really new, I think for me and a lot of other leaders is when we think about marketing roles, we tend to think about hiring somebody that's creative. I mean, marketing to me just says creative, but it was so important that she highlighted the fact that you need to hire an operator first. You can always go out and subcontract, right? Find some gig workers who can be more creative, but it's going to be really hard to get a lot of things done if you just have somebody who's creative and visionary and who actually can't be an operator and get things done. So for me, that was huge to think hire operator, not creative as my first marketing hire. Yes, I agree. And as an operator, (laughs) I absolutely feel that one. You want somebody alongside of you that can help you drive execution. So Mm -hmm. the idea is only as great as the execution of the idea. So excellent tips. Yes. Now it's time for the one next step. As the most practical business podcast, we want to make sure that taking action isn't overwhelming to you. So in each episode, we're going to offer you one next step to propel you and your business forward. And today's next step is to create a job description for your next marketing hire. Absolutely. And to help you do it, as always, we're going to provide you an activation or delegation guide. And this week's mm-hmm. guide is our marketing team job description template. Whoa! Yes. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> it, it's a set of templates for all three of the roles that Amy outlined today. So if you're looking to hire any of these roles, you can just quickly modify and edit the templates we are giving you. You can modify them to be full-time, part-time, or even outsourced. And this has all been based on what we've been using and what we've learned over many years at Belay. And I just know it's going to help you invest in getting these marketing roles onto your team so you can grow your business. So to download it now, text the phrase One Next Step to 31996 or visit onenextsteppodcast.com. That's onenextsteppodcast.com. When you request today's guide, you'll also receive a summary of today's episode, which includes key quotes and takeaways, links to resources mentioned in this episode, and questions to ask yourself or your team to further explore today's topic. We also give you a link, this is my favorite part, to a 10 to 15 minute playlist that you can play in the background while you focus on your next step. So again, text the phrase, one next step to 31996 or visit onenextsteppodcast.com. And 
And if you're not convinced already, we'll mm -hmm. even give you an opportunity to submit your business questions so one of us or a future guest can answer it during an upcoming episode. So here's our challenge to you. Download the guide and then give yourself the next 10 to 15 minutes to work on your next step. And with that, thank you for listening to this episode of One Next Step. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you'll join us next time for more practical tips and actionable tools to take your business and advance it one step at a time. Until next time, own your journey. It's your life and it's your business. It's up to you to create the life and organization you want. So start by making today count. Thanks for listening to One Next Step. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify. Then join us next time for more practical business tips and tools to help you get more done, grow your business, and lead your team with confidence. For more episodes, show notes, and helpful resources, visit onenextsteppodcast.com.